everybody. Hi. My name is Cass. I am Alex. Uh, and this month on Anime is for Jerks, we are discussing Spirited Away, directed by Hayao Miyazaki and produced by Studio Ghibli. Uh, Alex, what did you think about this film? A niche little film. Some of you might not have heard Some of you, yeah. Uh, I mean, it rules as ever. Yeah. Um, this is, I think it's only the third time I've seen it. I, uh, it's probably the third or fourth time for me as well. Yeah. Funnily enough, I think, for whatever reason, the first two times I saw it in the English dub. Yes. Um, this is my this is my first time watching it in Japanese. Really? You too? Okay. Um, yeah, because like, the uh, first time I saw this, it was on Cartoon Network, so it was obviously uh, airing in, in English, and then subsequently I just always watched it in English, because, like, that's... It was weird to watch it in Japanese, because, like, I... I very much associate this movie with the English dub, which I think is pretty good. Um, it is, yeah, it's not bad. Um, I think the like, the Ghibli English dubs are are generally quite good. Uh, yeah, it's been actually I'm not, like it's so the first time I saw it was ages and ages ago. I was a youth, small child. Likewise. So now, um, second time was maybe five or six years ago. Um, but yeah, like it it, it the. I didn't have as I guess as strong a kind of association with the English dub. Did you notice how they change that they the ending lines are different in the dub? Uh, no, I did not because I haven't seen the dub in long enough that I'd forgotten exactly how it ends. S- see, that was the, that was the one thing I did remember from the dub was that they did that with Kiki's the- delivery service too. Really? Yeah, they changed the ending of Kiki's delivery service for the English dub. Um, they they gave Gigi an extra line at the end where he's not in the Japanese version. He doesn't start talking again at the end. Oh right. Whereas in the English version, he does. I do still love the English dub of Kiki's Delivery Service. I have the, the English dub for of that movie is very close to my heart entirely because of Gigi's performance. Oh. Uh, uh, I forget who plays Gigi, but they do a, a, a absolutely bang up job of it. They're great. Um, I will always remember, we'll talk, we'll definitely watch Kiki's Delivery Service eventually, but there's a great bit where Kiki is like, they're like in the store shopping and Gigi finds like, I forget what it is. It's like a, it's like a jar or something with a picture of a black cat on it and goes, Hey Kiki, that's me. (laughs) Excellent. I think Uh, I've only seen Kiki's once. I have watched Kiki's a bunch of times. I love that movie um what so what is different in the original ending versus the new so in the japanese um like they they go to the car it's all dusty and covered in leaves um they're like what's this someone's kind of a joke and mom says i told you we shouldn't have left that's all the same and then um in the japanese kiki looks back at the archway that they came through and uh, the dad says, uh, okay, Chihiro, we're ready to go. The mom says, hurry up, Chihiro. Um, and she turns, gets in the car, and they leave. In the English, um, she's looking back at the, um, the archway. And then instead of saying, we're ready to go, hurry up, um, he, I think the dad says... We're ready to go. I think and then the mom says, don't be afraid, Chihiro. Uh, and then she gets in the car. And then there's an, and then there's another line as they're driving away where the dad says, a new home and a new school? It is kind of scary. 
And Chihiro says, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> classic, classic Americans cannot uh, just leave well enough alone. You got to put the finest point on it possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this movie. This is like, I think I haven't watched this movie a lot. And this is, I think, like the first time I've really thought about it i guess like previously when i've watched it i've just yeah. been like enjoying it and this it's is very time. easy to bask in it yeah it's just like delightful this i mean yeah. that's i was i was thinking that it's no wonder that this is kind of a, a big breakout in the west yeah. for ghibli like it's so just like fun it's like yeah like, it's a delight they're, to they're, watch it's it's just a delight from end to end and um like it does like you can just kind of like soak it in yeah and the there's a lot of kind of familiar archetypes um like narratively and kind of otherwise and so um yeah and i i I think but like in addition to the familiar stuff i think there's a lot of stuff that is unfamiliar to an american audience in a way that is similar to my neighbor totoro but my neighbor Totoro's narrative is structured much less conventionally, um, whereas Spirited Away is is structured more conventionally, and it has all of this weird Japanese shit in it. Where, right. like, and I imagine that being a lot more appealing to a broader audience. Whereas, like, Kiki's Delivery Service is like set in a sort of vague, like, Mediterranean pastiche. Mm. Um, That's true. I guess, yeah. I guess it's it's um, like. I wonder if the kind of the unfamiliarity of it what actually was part of it because yeah. I'm th- I'm thinking about yeah comparing it to like Kiki's and Porco Rosso which are set in kind of like European settings uh, versus Spirited Away which is which is very much not. Yeah, Spirited Away is is its setting and its characters and everything and it are very distinctively Japanese and I think that is a huge like boost for the movie because like that's definitely what like not that i knew it at the time as a child but like that's what definitely interested me was watching this movie and seeing all of these things that like were drawn from a culture and a mythology that i had no familiarity with um which also yeah enough of a conventional narrative structure and enough kind of i guess um grabbing on points that it was very easy for Western audiences to yeah. uh, in, in get into it. Yeah, and it's 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 really the perfect blend because like it's something where like every time I go to watch a Ghibli movie, I always am like, oh, it's not like I don't particularly like Disney style animation. I don't you know love that sort of like naturalistic cinematic approach to animation. Um, you know, and I know Ghibli does that sort of stuff, so I'm not expecting to be blown away by the animation. And then I'm blown away by the animation every time. <laughs> it's yeah, like like from the from the jump, I was like, God damn. Like we like what was the what was the last thing we watched? Oh my god, I don't uh, remember. Oh no, we, we watched that was, that was Galactic Railroad. That that looked yeah. great. Um But even Galactic Railroad then, honestly looked a little a little it, it looked a lot cheaper than this movie. <laughs> right, right. And and the and like the facial expressions especially um but like comparing yeah how they render people and faces in particular compared to like, like cont- the majority of contemporary anime it's such a breath of fresh air yeah it's Just like, like the, the life 
Yeah, like, I... It's such a brilliant decision that, like, they they take every... Basically every opportunity to have Chihiro bumping into shit and falling over. <laughs> and, and, and eating gross things. Yeah, and uh, it's well, like... It, well, like specifically the bumping, bumping into shit and falling over because it, it, it that allows them to show off the reality of their world yeah, yeah. in a way that is expensive. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I was thinking when she bites into the um, little medicine ball. Yes, that uh, is funny. She she gets she gets the all little face all scrunched up. But well, yeah, I, yeah, I I see what you're yeah, saying. Like about there's the... there, like every time she's running somewhere or climbing something or anything like that she's going to stumble and they do that because <laughs> it, it lets them it, it it's more effort for them it makes the movie take longer to make but it shows you that the world is physical and that these objects are really interacting it reminds me of yeah um i think i've talked about this before in the podcast if i haven't i should have because it's great but in the film um who framed roger rabbit um mm. there's a lot of stuff like this like Roger is a is also very clumsy in that movie, and they use his clumsiness in a lot of ways to show the interactions between the cartoons and the real world to make the cartoons yeah. feel real. In a lot of previous live action animated and and live action animated movies since, there's very minimal interaction between the animated elements and the live action elements because it's hard. Um, and yeah. there's this there's this scene in Who Framed Roger Rabbit where Roger is handcuffed to Bob Hoskins. Um, and Bob Hoskins, like, puts his arm down on this, like, wobbly crate, um, and is, like, (laughs) trying to saw the handcuffs in half, and Roger, when they come into the room, bumps his head into this swinging lamp overhead, and so, like, the box is moving, and Roger is, like, standing next to it, and then, like, the light source is swinging around, and so the light source is constantly changing, (laughs) so they have to redraw everything, every frame, and... They didn't do that because they had to. They could have kept the light source steady. They could have made the table steady. They could have made Roger not bump into shit so much, but they did it because they wanted you to show that these cartoons are real. Um, yeah. And and the thing where he's in his in his jacket bumping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that scene too. Yeah, like and yeah, and like yeah, it's, that's it's, what it's, I. I was so yeah. there's so many small little gestures in a Ghibli film that other anime just don't have the budget to do you know where it's like we don't have the budget to show chihiro like wriggling around in the backseat of her parents car uh because like every single one of those gestures costs an enormous amount (laughs) to animate um and ghibli is just like the only japanese animation studio that can afford to do that shit you know it might be the only animation studio in the world that can afford to do that shit at this point (laughs) because disney doesn't do it anymore yeah um yeah like it's it's it really is just beautiful and and so lifelike is is and just a just a delight to to look at um so yeah so what is this movie about um (laughs) so we we follow a little girl named jihiro um who is going to uh she's moving with her parents to a new town um and they're they're in the car and she's she's grumpy about it um you know she's worried about the future you know as you as you are Um, her first bouquet was a was a going away gift from her best friend yeah um and she you know she talks about all this stuff uh and she's talking about with her parents and then they take up they take a wrong turn and they go down a dirt road and her dad has four-wheel drive so he's not scared (laughs) um and they he has a book in it through that he is 
booking it. I almost said he's cranking it. Which he's not doing. He's not he's not cranking it. He is, yeah. He's cooking with gas. Yeah, the dad is this kind of extremely like modern, like lad. Yeah. He's the most American Japanese guy I've ever seen. That's a, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like her her parents, her parents kind of suck. Um, at the, yeah, at the, yeah, they're they're not the best. Um, you know, like they don't they learn a lesson obliquely in the sense that they're transformed into pigs. But unlike Jihiro, they don't remember it. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we, the whether whether or not it's it it sinks in at all subconsciously is uh, left. Uh, to your imagination, yeah. Uh, but her parents kind of suck, uh, and so they, 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 they. He's he's cooking down this this dirt road, and he stops like inches before this like little stone statue of a little guy out front of a a big uh, like temple. And they're just like, "Huh, what is this place? It's abandoned." And they decide to explore it. And Shahira's really nervous about it. She doesn't want to go in. Uh, and she keeps telling them to stop. And they go in the tunnel. And they find like the inside of like a like a church or something like that, or like a bunch of benches. Mm-hmm. And then they go out the other side, and 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 they real and her, her dad's like, "Oh, it's an abandoned theme park. This isn't a this isn't a temple, you know." Um, and uh, this is this is an interesting thing. Like as a kid, and previously watching this, I hadn't thought much of this line where her dad says like, "Oh, they built a bunch of these back back in the '90s, and then the economy collapsed." Um, right. which is 100% true. They built a crap ton of theme parks in Japan in the 70s and 80s, and that is why there are so many abandoned theme parks in Japan today. Right. There are an enormous, a truly bizarre number of abandoned theme parks in Japan uh, because they built oh. so many of them during the bubble. Um, oh, okay, that, that's plain, so yeah, that's why AI, AI Somnium Files takes, begins... At an abandoned theme park. Yeah, just it's just a feature of the Japanese landscape now is abandoned got theme parks. It, got it. Um, so yeah, so they go down and they find this like town full of restaurants um, that are like all abandoned. And the dad smells food, and so he just he just he, follow, <laughs> he follows he his nose. Follows his nose, dudes rock, um, <laughs> and they find this like this one restaurant that has a bunch of food in it, but it, there's nobody there. So they just they just start chopping. Like, they just start yeah. eating. That's like, I've got credit cards and cash. Yeah, uh, and so Chihiro is like, holy shit, you can't do that. Oh my god, no. Um, and she 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 walks away, and she goes and finds the... Yeah, this, so like, they, they do a good balance of kind of, like, they... At the beginning, yeah, they... they Chihiro is a, like, if you're not very charitable, you can, you can read her as being kind of like a scaredy cat and but like she she but given her situation like her kind of overreacting a little bit is completely understandable yeah plus her parents have are very quickly characterized as a source of parents who don't really take her very seriously yeah and so you could imagine that her kind of overreactions are kind of a a response to that kind of escalated to try and get her parents to finally listen to her. Yeah. And it is interesting to think about what exactly her arc is, because it's not like, because she's always kind and considerate, like the whole time. And it's really just that, like, she's 
put in an environment where that kindness and considerateness is valued and she comes to appreciate it about herself and be more yeah. confident in herself rather than that she like learns to be kind you know like right, she right. she goes from a situation in which her 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 personality is is of no value into a situation in which it is very valuable um yeah yeah that's a good point um, which is which is definitely really interesting, you know. It's not like it's not the the straightforward like oh she she sucks and then she learns a lesson that makes her a better person. Um, and that's that's I mean that's rarely the case for um, Miyazaki protagonists. Yeah, um, like he's he's usually yeah has has a more kind of subtle approach to character development. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, so Chihiro finds the, the, this... The, the one that always comes... <laughs> I was trying to think of a good comparison, yeah. but the the only one like I've seen recently is Porco Rosso, and that's, that's very different, so... Yeah, um, yeah. nobody learns anything in Porco Rosso. That's why, <laughs> that's why it's the best fucking movie ever made. <laughs> God. It's just, like, a, yeah, it's just a good-ass time. <laughs> it's, it's... Like, the more I think about it, like, the more time goes on, it's... It might be my favorite Miyazaki. It's so it good. might be. Like, it, it really is so good. I can watch that movie an infinite number of times. It's just, every time I watch it, it's just delightful. Yeah, uh, who was it? I think it was friend of the show, CT, said that he had an interview with Miyazaki. He was like, I wanted to make a movie you could fall asleep on the airplane to. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. What a legend. But yeah, God, you could show it. Like, it's a perfect... It's a perfect expression of cinema, Parker Rosso is. Like, it's just, you can show that movie to anybody and they'd have a good time. Uh, yeah, so Chihiro, anyway, yeah. Yeah, so Chihiro, uh, she wanders off and she finds this, like, big, like, you know, classical Japanese architecture style tower um, with, like, a bridge leading from the town to it. And it's, like, this, this weird thing. And then this, this dude comes out. Um, and the dude is like, hey, he's like a teenager. Hey. He's he's like twelve, probably twelve, thirteen. Well, how how old is she supposed to be? I would guess that she's probably like late, like late-ish elementary school. So like maybe like eight or nine. I have no idea. Really, I was thinking she was at least ten, maybe twelve. She's ten. She's ten, according to the Wikipedia article. Okay, and then so he would be probably like maybe. I mean, we as we learn, his, his human age doesn't really apply, but um, he's kind of his. He's a little older than her. Yeah, he looks maybe like fourteen or so. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's probably thirteen or fourteen. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, he's, he's like, so he, oh, you yeah, can't be here. This this section is so I it is is kind of amazing because like they arrive and it's the middle of the day, and then oh, yeah. there's like a single cut and it goes from being the middle of the day to near sunset, and then in the next cut, like half a second later, it's the sun is setting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're so caught up in like the, these two running around that like it, in, yeah until like the second or third viewing I, yeah that had that didn't click for me how kind of rapid night suddenly falls yeah um so yeah and so so he's like you got to get the fuck out of here before night falls and so she runs back to go get her parents only to discover <gasps> that they have been transformed into pigs Actually, uh, oh my god oink oink and uh, the guy oink, who runs the oink. restaurant has come back and is hitting them with a fly swatter <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> they're squealing and then the, the, yeah this this kind of disembodied hand comes out and whacks the dad with a fly swatter yeah and just kind of decks him <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he like falls over. This scene was like so upsetting to me as a child. It's kind of upsetting to me as an adult. (laughs) It's yeah, the way it's done is like is wild. Like the 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 pigs are shrieking and like smashing the plates and like yeah, it's 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 yeah. The way it's the way it's filmed is is wild. And so so Chihiro panics as one does when one's parents turn into pigs yeah um and so is is haku still with her no 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 he's he's left and she oh right so he just tells her she needs to get across the river yeah and so she uh, runs and they, over they cross an empty river bed on the way there yeah now coming back it's full of it, water it's an enormous ocean um and and there's a town like way off in the distance and so she she starts freaking out and then she looks down and she notices she's disappearing like marty mcfly oh uh, god and she's like oh jesus christ how could this oh, get any worse up, beans. um and so haku comes and finds her like hiding in, among some bushes um and and is like hey you need to to eat eat this you know you need to eat some of our food or you'll disappear so he gives her a little old tiny berry like a reverse pomegranate from, like, the old Greek myth. It's just a regular pomegranate. Does he actually give her a pomegranate? No, it's it's not a reverse. No. Well, what I mean is is that, like, it's not a reverse pomegranate. It's the food of the underworld. Right, but in, in, the, in the Greek myth, like, if you eat the pomegranate seed, uh, you ca- like, you can't leave Hades forever. You have to yeah. return for a period. I suppose the food it, doesn't bind you to the underworld, but it does allow yeah. you to exist in the underworld. Whereas, yeah, in the Greek myth, you can survive without eating. You just kind of get grumpy, probably. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. So, uh, all right. And then... So Haku like takes uh, Chihiro and it's like, okay, well, you're clearly useless, so I'm going to help you out. <laughs> Um and so they so to... she can't get back she can't get back across the river so Haku's like all right uh backup plan we're, we're gonna, gonna get, get you, you we're gonna get you employed um <laughs> uh, so they have to cross the bridge to the bathhouse that Chihiro saw earlier uh, where where they first met and Haku like casts a spell on her so that she she can't be seen but she can't breathe while they're crossing the bridge um. Uh, uh, which is, you know, cl- classic mythology bullshit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so she she takes a big deep breath, and they start walking across the bridge, and it's going okay, and it's going to be like, okay, you just just one more second, and then a frog pops up out of nowhere. A fucking frog. Yeah, she she managed to walk past No Face without breaking a sweat. Yeah. Uh, well, No Face is just hanging out. I know, but she got a little weirded out by this 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 this, yeah. this creature. Well, there's yeah. a difference between a weird guy standing there and a frog popping up out of nowhere and yeah. going, ah! Exactly. Lesson learned, fuck frogs. I love frogs. I love this frog. <laughs> it's, no, he's, he's, a, he's a frog in a little in a little kimono. He's great. What what's his what's his name? I forget his name. 
Um, but yeah, yeah like I, because I love this sequence because he pops up and he goes, "Master Haku," and then uh, Chihiro takes a like a big gasp because a frog has <gasps> just jumped in front of her face, and then the frog is like a human, and then Haku like casts a spell on him, encloses him in an orb, and then he just rotates gently in midair, <laughs> briefly. <laughs> um, it's very very good. And then they and then they fucking book it yeah um, and they hide and everybody's panicking because there's a human intruder um, oh no and, uh, and then yeah they whisk he whisks around the side and then it's like okay here's what you're gonna do you're gonna go downstairs down 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 left down 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 go to the boiler room go find the boiler man and you're gonna make him give you a job you're never gonna shut up until he gives you a job he says no you say give me a job he says Maybe later you say, "Give me a job," and she's like, "Okay, that's that's not my forte, being annoyingly insistent, but I'll do what I can." Yeah, uh, and I love this sequence where she she opens up the back gate and there's this enormous staircase, and she starts like slowly, gently <laughs> yeah. working her way down. You know the way that you do when you're a kid, and you like you you sit on one step and then you put your feet down and then you like slide down to the next step. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about the talk about the like the, the animation. Yeah, this it's part so is good. so good good it's so realistic and she's doing it very slowly and carefully and she puts her 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 weight down on a step and it falls out from under her and then she just sprints all the way down the rest of the stairs she she kind of she kind of gets pitched forward and then just like running to running to keep on her feet yeah it's great and then she bonks into the wall i had forgotten how funny this movie is pancakes against the wall uh, like there's a surprising Poor amount kid, of like really really great visual comedy in this movie that I I did not remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she bonks into the wall and then okay she turns the corner, she gains a little bit of confidence on the stairs and she eventually makes it all the way down to uh, the boiler room where she meets uh, Kamaji. Uh, all right. So yeah. So yeah. So she she walks in and I love so these so we meet we meet Kamaji. We also meet the soot sprites. Uh, who are my favorite guys? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think they're ever referred to as soot sprites in at least that of the subtitles or the English dub. But they're referred to as soot sprites in the English dub of Totoro because um, they are also present in Totoro. Uh, <gasps> the babies. Hey, come back! Yeah, they're just a, a Miyazaki classic. That's the thing is that they're they're not like actual uh, like Japanese mythological creatures. They were invented by Miyazaki. Um, for some of his stuff. Um, and so they, they crop up a few times in different Ghibli things. Uh, and, but they're, they're a very classic sort of, uh, yokai style, style little guys where they're just like, what if an inanimate object had a face and, and a sassy <laughs> personality in this case, just eyes and little twiggy yeah, arms. They're, they're really cute. And so they're all bringing coal to the boiler. Uh, and they're, they're carrying all this coal the, and they're, they're little, chucking they're it in. Chirps. <laughs> Yeah, um, and so Chihiro goes up to, and this this whole sequence, like it's it's impossible to convey how like this movie this movie's really long. This movie's a lot longer than I remembered it being. It's two hours long, um, and it's doesn't, it, it doesn't feel it though. It doesn't feel it though. It doesn't drag. Like there are it definitely it's 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 it has this like sort of episodic structure, and it it feels very like uh, you can definitely it doesn't feel breezy i wouldn't say but like there's so much like every single thing that's in it is 
good. Like, there's nothing I would yeah. ever want to remove. Even though there's a bunch of stuff that you could remove and the story would still make sense. Like, none of it is worth removing because it's all really yeah. good. Um you know, and there's this whole, se- uh, like, this whole sequence, like, with the soot sprites and stuff is, like, she's, like, timidly, like, hiding behind the corner and, like, standing there and, like, keeps him going, like, Ano, Ano. And uh, Kamaji is just, like, not noticing her and, like, just, like, g- gingerly stepping around the soot sprites and, like, waiting. And there's this whole, like, long sequence that's all just beautifully animated with almost no dialogue. Um, yeah. You know, and, like, that's, that's the approach, this movie's approach to a lot of stuff is, is that sort of thing. Um, and so eventually she, you know, goes up and is like, Sumimasen, job, please. Uh, <laughs> job, kudasai. Um, and, uh, she, and, and Kamaji is like, I don't know, I don't have any work for you. Uh, you little freak. Get out of here. <laughs> um, and so she keeps being annoying about it. And so she just sort of stands there for a minute. And then one of the soot sprites comes out carrying a block of coal and accidentally drops it on himself. And it's, yes, r- it's, it's too big and it goes dur, 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 and you can squish a little squeak and it's so and he goes, and his little limbs wriggle around and then Chihiro, Chihiro picks it up and then the sprite like revives and then returns into the into the holes that the sprites come out of and then she's just like what what do I do with this? <laughs> I've got this. I've got this. I've got this uh, coal to take care of now. Yeah, I I hate it when I fall asleep on a plane and I wake up and there's and there's a, a block of coal next to me. Like, great, now I got to be responsible for this block of coal. <laughs> uh, and and Kamaji's like, you you finish what you started. Um, so and so she carries she has what to has to be the heaviest like charcoal briquette i've ever seen i like, know she's it's... holding it like it's made out of tungsten like it's <laughs> it's insane like coal is not very dense uh but she's holding it like it's incredibly heavy and she like you know carries it over very gently to the boiler and it's like the, it like comes to this like precipice point where there's like a gap where you have to like throw it into the boiler with precise timing um and she does it and then she runs away and like squeaks behind the wall um, and then all the other sit sprites look at her <laughs> and then they all just start dropping their coal on themselves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In order Screaming to get and her, and in order to, get her to do, to do her work. And Kamaji is like, Oh, get, come, come the fuck on. Uh, get back, get back to work. You freaks. You know, you can't. And then she, he, he lectures Chihiro and it's like, you know, you can't take somebody else's work. Like if they don't work, they, they cease to exist. Um. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a funny a couple funny lines here that made me think of that. Um, yeah, because he, he mentions like you want to be t- you want to turn back into into soot. Um, he says you can't just take someone else's work if they don't work the spell will be broken. Um, and earlier when Haku is instructing Chihiro on how to be annoying to get a job, um, he says the work's hard, but it will protect you. Yeah, um, and we we learn, um, yeah, this is like a a rule of the castle where like, if you have a job, you're, you're under a sort of yeah. Yubaba uh, can't hurt you if you have a job, umbrella. and also Yubaba is required to give you a job if you ask for one. Yeah, she says like, "What a terrible oath! I'm bound to give work to whoever asks." Yeah, and it's it's a, it's a weird like. It is sort of interesting, and, like, I was trying to, like, sort it out about, like, what this movie's attitude towards work is. Um, It feels sort of, like, 
like the thing is is that like it 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 appreciates the value of of hard work you know in a way that is uh sort of boomerish um but it also doesn't shy away from the fact that the work sucks um (laughs) you know but like it's it is to a certain extent about the value of working hard because it's the right thing to do and not because you're going to get money for it um you know and being kind to others like especially when we start to see stuff a little bit later about like what the work looks like and what your hero does like yeah all of it is about her approach to work where she does it because she cares about other people and because she wants to help her parents and because she wants to help the people that she's she's uh you know working for uh and versus the other people who want a lot of money um yeah you know and it's like i do as far as a children's movie goes i get that because like it ties into so much else in the movie that's about like the major theme of this movie is about greed versus generosity you know like it's about Chihiro being a very naturally generous and kind person and coming into a world full of people who don't really care about others most of the time, who who really have have grown up in a society and who are forced by circumstances to care mostly about themselves and her, like, not caring about that, showing them and allowing them to deal with problems in a way that they wouldn't have before. Um you know so i think it ties in with that in a way like i was sort of when that stuff was initially happening i was kind of worried as i was watching this movie like oh no is this movie actually bad um (laughs) and i don't think it's actually bad i think it's fine um you know especially like the way that it ties into everything else later which we'll get into um but it is definitely like like this movie has a uh, an interesting relationship to the concept of work uh, but yeah, so uh, then we meet uh, Irene. Lynn! Um, <gasps> yeah, she, her, I forget what she's called in the English dub. In, she's subtitled as Lynn, but obviously there's no la sound in Japanese, so everybody in, Jap- in the Japanese version calls her Rin. I have no idea what it's supposed to be, if it's supposed to be the Chinese name Lynn or the Japanese name Rin. Her name is written in katakana on her, like, time card, uh, okay. so maybe it's supposed to be the Chinese name Lin, uh, and not the Japanese name Lin, um, but I don't know. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, so she shows up with, uh, with Kamaji's food, uh, and, and food for the soot sprites, uh, which is a bunch of little star-shaped candies. I know! It's They're so, so cute. cute. Um, and then... The star bits from Mario, like, if you say, if you play Mario Galaxy, they're exactly yeah. the same as the star bits in that game. Um, let's see. Okay, so yeah, so Lin, um, um, so Kamaji is like, can you take, can you take this, this little girl to Yubaba to ask for a job? And Lin is like, oh God, she'll kill me. A Uh, human? And and Kamaji's like, no, she's my niece. (laughs) (laughs) And Lin is like, what? (laughs) Yeah. One thing that I love about this movie is the way that it's so dedicated to showing all of these like monstrous characters who are initially very threatening and scary as being fundamentally kind-hearted. Um, you know, like there's really nobody in this movie who's like the worst and like super evil. Like even Yubaba is like, 
Like she sucks, but like she's she's a very playful, like sort of friendly kind of villain. Yeah, you know, she's, she's not like, very evil or threatening. Like she's she's selfish and kind of like, um, very, I guess, narrow in terms of who she shows compassion towards, um, like her kid and like a God. Few we'll get. Her. We'll talk about the kid. But yeah, she's not like evil. Yeah, like yeah, she's she's substantially more complex as a character than she appears when we're first told about her. You know, she's still definitely like the antagonist of the story, but like she she doesn't go out of her way to ruin Chihiro's life. And when Chihiro does stuff that is admirable, she is quick to praise her. Um, you know, so like she, she has a very, yeah, she, she has a very narrow view of, of other people, but like, she's not, uh, like unredeemable or anything like that, you know? Um, and like, that is, that is another sort of major theme of this movie is about like seeing other, other people who may strike you as different from you or may strike you as scary as being fully human, just like you are um you know we see that in in a lot of different places um so yeah so then chihiro there's this whole just delightful sequence where chihiro follows lin like all the way so, up the well, tower well, at first at first ren is like i don't I, i'm not gonna stick my neck out for this random kid and then kamaji gives <laughs> bribes her with oh with, yeah uh with grilled newt it is uh, a newt that has been burnt to a crisp it is like well, it, yeah, it's the least appetizing thing you'll see in this entire movie. Yeah. All the other food looks fantastic. Yeah, but it is, is just a little charred fucking. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is ash in the shape of a lizard. It looks like <laughs> and, a and lizard goes, that has experienced a direct hit from an atomic bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, her and she just like starts drooling when she sees it. Yeah, she's so like, fine. Okay, whatever. Ah. Come on, kiddo. Um, uh, so it's... yeah, so there's this amazing sequence where we 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 go up and we get to see like the bathhouse at work. Oh, we get to see all the different types of guys that are in there. I'm a big fan of the ducks. Um, they're like I don't know what they are. They're clearly some kind of yokai. They look a lot like Psyduck from Pokemon. Um, oh, those guys! Yeah, they're like they're like little ducks, um, and I love. I'm a big fan of them. Um, yeah, a lot of frogs. Yeah, there are a lot of frogs hanging out. Also, a big not, fan of them. Not, not 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 dinky ones like the one we met on the bridge. Yeah, but um, real grown up size. grown up adult frogs. And one of them smells to hero. It's like I smell a human. What are you up to, Rin? And um, she's like. I don't know. You sure you don't smell this? And shows him the newt, and he just goes like a wooga face. He just he just flips his gourd for this um, bit of bit of charcoal. Yeah. Uh, we also meet and she, yeah, the big boy. Yeah, uh, we meet in this sequence. This character, like this is uh, maybe the character one who, who feels threatening and then ends up being yeah. totally chill. And he um, he's honestly maybe the character that made the biggest impression on me watching this as a child, like, looking at this enormous daikon radish man. Um, <laughs> I love him. He's great. Um, and, yeah, and he, he's, like, following them, and he gets on the elevator with, with Chihiro. Um, 
and and the and he's like he's he's really really huge. So the elevator is it, Jiro's like ba- barely fitting in the elevator and hiding in the corner behind him from the frog. Um, and then like reaches forward and pulls the lever to take the elevator up. Um, yeah, and then, and then we yeah and then, yeah. So here, like yeah, Rin has has sent her up because she had to distract the frog. She ends up eating the newt, and the frog just like. Dies on the spot yeah, from he's jealousy. Crushed. Uh, so she, yeah, she and the, and the radish man are going up, and then they open up on, uh, I think, the radish's floor. Yeah, but, like Chihiro has to go higher, so he pulls it again, and they keep going up, and then um, he lets her out, and they bow to each other, and it's yeah. very cute. Um, yeah, and then uh, Chihiro like goes and tries to goes up to this like enormous ornate door. Uh, and like tries to open it, and then the door, the door knocker speaks, and it's like, "Can't you knock?" Uh, and then the do- <laughs> all the doors open, and then Chihiro is like standing there terrified, and then Yubaba's like, "Get over here!" and like pulls her through all of the doors like magically, um, and yeets her onto yeah, the carpet. Yeah, and she falls over, of course. Uh, and then uh, Chihiro is uh, Chihiro's like, "I want a job," and then. Uh, Yubaba like enchants her mouth shut, um, and then like lectures her about this, and it's like, oh, you know, tries to get her to like snitch on who helped her get here. Um, oh yeah. And Chihiro, and then unzips her mouth, and Chihiro immediately goes, "I want a job," because snitches get stitches. Uh, and meanwhile, meanwhile, those three green heads are bouncing around. I love, I fucking love those those heads. I'm a I am a huge fan of the heads. Yeah, they're just like hey, weird. You, they're just like weird say, orc heads. You're a big, uh, big head head. Yeah, I'm a big head head. I love those guys. Yeah, they just make a weird noise and they thump around on the ground and they roll around. They're really good. Uh, yeah, they they they're totally useless and like they're they're part of Ibaba's like inner circle. Yeah, yeah, they're part of her entourage and they just sort of they just sort of bumble around and make weird noises. Um, and. Uh, yeah, Yubaba, like, Sen just keeps being like, I want a job, I want a job, I want a job. And Yubaba's like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, fuck you. Um, <laughs> suck my dick, you're a fuck man. Uh, <laughs> and, and then we hear a big boom from the other room. Yeah, and it is, I f- completely forgot about the big baby. I remembered it immediately as soon as the big baby showed up. I remembered everything, but I completely forgot about Giant Baby. I had I had no no memory of Giant Baby, and I <laughs> I and like it all came rushing back, and I was like, "Oh my god, how could I forget Giant Baby? How could you forget Giant Baby with his weird like uh like apron that and and nothing else that he wears." Yeah, uh, and he, yeah, so, uh, Yubaba, like, right before the baby gets, gets really, really mad, like, Yubaba, like, like, knocks all of her shit off of her desk and, like, runs over to, to Chihiro and is like, what makes you, you're like a, a little brat and you've never done a day of work in your life and you're annoying and I hate you and what, (laughs) what makes you think that you deserve to have a job here and then the baby starts crying and then Chihiro keeps being like, I want a job and then Yubaba's like, okay, fine, like, go, like, I will do anything at this point to make you go away so that I can tend to my giant baby. And she she doesn't want Chihiro to wake the baby up because Chihiro's yelling rather shrilly. Yeah. Give me a job, give me a job, give me a job. And, and Yubaba's like, fine, 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 just shut up. Um, so yeah, and then Chihiro signs a, signs a contract, 
Uh, I love I love this scene where like she gets the contract and then she's like, "Do I sign here?" And then Yubaba's like, "Where else would you sign?" And then she like <laughs> looks around because she's just holding a piece of paper, and so she has to like go over to like the fireplace mantle and <laughs> yeah. like sign it on the floor. Um, and then uh, this bit actually, Claire, watching this in in now that I know how to read some Japanese. Uh, clear, cleared up this bit because, like, obviously, as a child, uh, I had no idea why Yubaba decided to change her name from Chihiro to Sen. But in Japanese, it makes perfect sense because the, the characters in the name Chihiro are Sen, which means a thousand, uh, and Jin, which means like to to inquire or to fathom. Um, like Chihiro, like Senjin, which is like the word, uh, not the name, means like a great height. Uh, is what is what Chihiro means, and Chi is an alternate reading of Sen, and Hiro is an alternate reading of Jin. Um, and so she takes away the kanji Jin in Chihiro's name and leaves her only with the kanji Sen, which means a thousand. Uh, so there's that mystery cleared up from ten year old me. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, so she she takes her name because Yubaba Yubaba controls people by taking away their names um so yeah and then chihiro uh she 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 goes she meets up with lynn again right she sent back down to be assigned yeah work and the the frog faction no everybody uh, hated that (laughs) everybody uh, dislikes you <laughs> they voiced her off onto onto Rin, who who puts up a good show of being annoyed by this. Um, why do I have to get stuck with the human? Blah da 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 da. Then as soon as they're alone, she's like, <gasps> "Or you made it, you made it. I love you." Yeah, I can't believe um, you pulled it off. You're, she said, "She said, I'm so glad. I can't believe you pulled it off. You're so thick. I was worried about you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, She's great. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then they go. Then, they go up to oh, like. Yeah. Oh, oh, because oh, so so she is escorted down from Baba's office by Haku. Oh yeah. Who now is suddenly very cold and distant, uh, and Chihiro is extremely confused by this. And so once she's alone with uh, Rin, she says, "There aren't two Hakus, are there?" And Rin goes, God, I hope not two of him. And talks about how much he hates Haku, how much he smells, etc. Um, and Chihiro is very sad because she feels like she's been duped by this man. Um, yeah. But uh. later that night. Was this thing you wanted to jump in on? No, 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 because no. uh, there's a whole sequence after that where they like go up to the maid's quarters and yeah, Sen starts crying and uh, ch- yeah. while uh, while Lin is is looking for her her uh, a maid outfit that will fit her. Yeah, because she's so dinky. <laughs> she's a little baby. Um, and then yeah, and then yeah, in the morning, like in the early morning, uh, before anybody wakes up, Haku walks into the uh, into the room where everybody's sleeping and like taps on Chihiro and is like, "Meet me." you know, at the bridge in the morning, I'm going to take you to see your parents. Um, so she, she gets up and then she goes to the bridge, uh, to meet, uh, to meet with Haku. And then they go, they go to the pig pen, the pig zone. Pig zone. Um, 
And and Chihiro goes to look at the pen that her parents are in and realizes that they are just pigs and they don't remember being people. They are, uh, they are simply pigging. Yeah. Um, and so she goes, I'm going to I'm gonna save you. I'm going to turn you back. Bye. And runs away. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, you know, cries in the hedge maze. And uh, Haku, Haku gives her a couple of onigiri. And she's like sobbing while shoveling <gasps> onigiri in his mouth, in her mouth, which is just a whole mood. It's such I know, poor kid. Yeah, so yeah, she doesn't start crying until I think it's until he gives it to her. Then she's yeah. like, "You probably haven't eaten much, so you should like have one of this." She starts eating it, and then she eats more and more and more, and then starts crying and eating and crying and eating. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole whole ass mood. Uh, uh, then he gives her 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 like her clothes and like her stuff back because she changed into that uniform, and in one of like i think the pocket of her pants or something is like the folded card in with her, her clothes yeah the, that her that her best friend gave Chekhov's her farewell left. card and hey there's her real name uh which she which she was on, already on the verge of forgetting yeah she's, she's, she, she's like chihiro and she's like oh right my name is chihiro um, well, yeah, this is this is when Haku says like, without your real name, you'll never find your way home. Yeah, uh, and so she she makes sure to kind of, uh, and and obviously Haku is not his real name. He's yeah. he's also trapped in this web. Yeah, um, yeah, he has no memory of his real name. Um, so yeah, so then Chihiro, she's she's working, uh, she's working her butt off. There's a montage of her scrubbing. Scrubbing, scrubbing. Um, and then she, while she's scrubbing, uh, while she's doing her work, she looks out the window. She goes to like dump out like a like a foot bath or something like that outside, and she she opens the door to to dump it, and she looks out into the rain, and she sees this guy out there that she's seen earlier, which is just this. No face. Yeah, she sees no face. It's just this weird, just this weird guy. I love no face. He's great. Uh, who doesn't love no face? Um, hey. Uh, I mean, he's, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's just, uh, yeah, he's just he's, he's just a dude. And then he and Chihiro's like, "Are you gonna get wet out there in the rain?" And No Face just like looks at her and, and she's like, "Okay, well, like I'll leave this open if you want to come in." Uh, and he's like, "I will take that opportunity." Um, <laughs> so so he he gets into the into the building, and then we get so one of the best it? sequences in this game. Uh, in, this game. in this game, in this show, and this movie, uh, in this so, film. So yeah, so so the 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 frogs, their their bullying has continued, and they assign Lin and Chihiro by themselves to clean out the big tub, the big tub, the big filthy tub. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so they're they're cleaning up a tub, and uh, Lin teaches Sen how to uh fill up the tub. With with these little like wooden tokens, which we actually saw a little bit earlier when we were down in the boiler room, um, that like you put on, you like put a token on a hook and then you pull it and then it gets sent to the boiler room where Kamaji will like direct the water to the tub. Yeah. Um, water with certain herbal mixes in. in yeah. It. Um. So they fill up the water and then uh we learn that that Chihiro's getting her first customer, and it's a stink spirit. A stink he's a big he's a big sludgy guy and everybody's freaking out because he stinks so bad and everybody gets sent back to their rooms all the other guests get sent back to their rooms and he's like leaving slime everywhere uh and he he comes into the uh 
uh into the into the the bathhouse and like Yubaba and and Chihiro are standing there and like he like reaches out his hand to give them some money to pay for the bath <laughs> and, and Yubaba's like take the man's money but, but both of them like hair is completely on yeah. end uh from the stench and then yeah Chihiro reaches out her hands and he puts this goopy globby yeah, handful of coins and just this with a full body shiver just goes up her up her body it's so like yeah viscerally it's really great (laughs) and so they they direct the stink spirit to the big tub and he plops in and then there's like there's sludge everywhere and Shihiro is like wading through the sludge uh so yeah so yeah initially uh like she'd she'd asked for like the tag for yeah. the water and the frog was like no you're not important enough for good for good water uh and then no face kind of appears behind him and, and steals a tag it steals a tag for her and floats it over to chihiro and then uh yeah a little bit later he then, shows up again and gives her tries to yeah, give when, her like a bucket full of tags and yeah and she when, she, when she's still cleaning just before this thing spirit shows up he he turns up with this whole like yeah just mountain of tags yeah she's like i i already have what i need yeah I i'm need good more. thanks and he's he's so confused yeah uh but then yeah but then now when the stink spirit has taken over at least one of those tags is gonna come in handy so she goes and asks yeah. for more powerful water um and Yubaba is like, where did she get all those tags? Yeah. Um, um and she, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So, and this whole sequence is like amazingly animated with like her like forcing her way through the sludge and like trying to like bang on the wall to like find where the door is to put the tag yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all the little details. Of, yeah, like, and then yeah. she she like climbs up the tub like with with great effort and like reaches the uh the the like pipe and the then put like the pull for the yeah the, yeah. Like the little pull for it and then and then pulls it but then slips and falls into the tub yeah and then she gets uh, stuck head first in the sludge at the bottom of the tub and the and the stink <laughs> spirit like grabs her and like picks her up and like and, and, and rescues her something and then she sees something stuck in him yeah she, uh, yeah, she's she, underwater yeah and she so and she so, feels around for this thing which is is we can see is like the handle of a bicycle. Um, I oh oh it was that, that was part of the bicycle. I knew there's a bicycle back. Oh yeah, I wasn't sure if that was like a handle for some sort of like pole or something. It looks a lot like the handle to a bicycle to me. I think I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, so then comes back and she hears like there's something stuck in him, and so uh, Ibaba is is kind of watching all this, and she and she gets an inkling of what might be going on so she throws him some rope and they tie it up onto this handle uh, and then and then <laughs> this ridiculous they start this they long this long um line everyone ho- grabbing on and pulling and and yubaba whips out some some like fan flags to, to <laughs> direct yeah. their rhythm and all of a sudden everyone is everyone is hoisting away uh, at the rope and slowly but surely yeah they pull out first, just like yeah, this first, massive pile of junk bicycle and then like just an, an entire 
landfill full of crap just like slowly emerges from the stink spirit and then yeah goo sprays everywhere everything everything just is a complete mess but there at the end they realize that it's not a stink spirit it's actually a river spirit that's been polluted yeah Yeah. um and so then the river spirit uh thanks jihiro and then turns into a dragon and flies out uh, of raining, the, uh, raining gold as he goes. Yeah, raining gold as he goes, and Shihiro gets this little, this little green orb, um, and uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, from the from the from the river spirit and pockets it, and then everybody else is like freaking out because there's all this gold that he's left behind on the floor. Um, after leaving, yeah, so the, and Yubaba this is, is when like, Yubaba f- yeah, first really congratulates Sen. Yeah, and is like, yeah, yeah. Gives, her, gives her a big hug and. Sen, you're brilliant. Yeah, you, everybody uh, I mean, should learn she, from her. She's yeah, not that she's not um, partly driven to this by the financial reward they just received, yeah. but um, yeah. Then she off, then she says, "Everyone, drinks around the house. Let's let's uh, clean up and relax." Yeah. Um. So then next, um. Oh yeah! So that evening, the frog returns to the, the big frog, tub. The, big, the little one, the little frog, the dinky frog, the rotating frog. <laughs> he um he returns to the big tub to try to scrape some more gold out of the cracks in the floorboards with a pencil. The uh, little dweeb. Yeah, and then No Face shows up, and No Face is like, "Hey, you want some gold?" And she holds out a handful of gold. And unlike Chihiro, the frog is like, fuck yeah, I want gold. Uh, and so oh, he, does he, has he offered Chihiro gold yet? Uh, no, he hasn't offered Chihiro gold yet. Okay. He offered, he offered Chihiro tags. Um, right, right, right. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then the frog like climbs up to where No Face is and goes to take the gold, and No Face grabs him and swallows him whole. Uh, and then another guy shows up. And it's like, hey, what are you doing here? Why you're not allowed to be here? And then No Face like conjures up some more gold, and they're like, oh my god, um, <laughs> you know. Well, and, he, it, and No Face speaks in in frog the voice. frog's voice. Yeah, like wake everybody up! I've got gold, and I want a party. Yeah. What is that? Is that what he says? Is that what he says? I forget. Something like that. <laughs> Um, shit, and then the next morning, uh, Chihiro wakes up, and she's that everybody's gone, uh, and that she's, she's, every, she, she has, she has, she's slept through something, everybody's downstairs for some reason, and she's like, huh, that's weird, and then she goes over to the balcony, and she sees a dragon, um, uh, which she recognizes as, as Haku's dragon form, um, being attacked by a bunch of, uh, Shikigami, um, which are like little these like little paper guys. Oh yeah, this all happens at the same time. Yeah, yeah. No, fa- no faces party and and Percy the dragon. Yeah, so much it's like so much happens now. It's like yeah, this is like how is this like halfway or two thirds through the movie? I don't know. But like at yeah, at this you, you mentioned it was kind of episodic at first, but now everything just kind of goes yeah uh, it's so kind of episodic I, because we we get like it's it's episodic but we still we have like an a plot and a b plot at this point 
I suppose uh, so. But I remember, I remember when I was watching this, I paused it um, maybe a third of the way through, um, and then when I started watching it again, like I was like, "Oh, I've got quite a bit left to go," and it just went by like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then the haku like crashes into chihiro's like flies in through chihiro's uh uh through the window into the the bedroom that chihiro sleeps in and then crashes into the wall and chihiro like slams the door shut to like block other shikikami from coming in um and then uh haku uh is like writhing around on the ground and bleeding from his mouth and then he like flies back out up out of the window and then he flies up and bonks into the wall and then flies <laughs> into uh, yeah, the movement is is yeah. so incredible yeah it's the really like animated yeah. it's so like it is really it makes him look like a wild animal in pain like yeah, it's like really good the way he thrashes about yeah. and then yeah like every time he bangs against like the wall on his way up it just like it's so you just feel it that like that that one yeah bit all like always sticks with me just yeah like it's like i i i want to say realistic but like it's a it's a dragon that's not is like but it looks exactly like how it looks like how that would look (laughs) yeah it, it like it's so so good yeah it's so naturalistic and and good um but yeah and then so sen uh is like oh fuck i gotta go help haku um and so she goes upstairs first so yeah so she's she's kind of doing she doesn't know i'm not sure why she has to go kind of the long way (laughs) uh she used the elevator the first time but this time she climbs first on a pipe oh yeah outside she parkour on a ladder up 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 to um just underneath yubaba's floor and then uh one of the little paper fuckers has attached itself to her and is, is following her up uh and it she she climbs the ladder and get, reaches this like windowsill with this locked window and it slips through and lifts the latch for her ah. uh, and so she tumbles in uh, and then makes it up to yubaba's office where haku is well first she goes into the baby's room right right right, yeah, right. So she, she's looking around <laughs> and she finds this padded room full of pillows and then she's like huh this is weird and then she uh like yubaba is coming and so she like dives into the big pile of pillows and then uh yubaba like comes in and is like where is my baby and then like looks through the pile of pillows and finds the the giant baby in there and it's like oh cool you're you're you know you're sleeping in here like a good baby uh just go back to sleep i love you Glad to see you're sleeping outside of your crib again. <laughs> Just puts a, puts a pillow back over yeah. his head. <laughs> yeah. And then Yubaba leaves, and then Chihiro goes to leave, and then the baby grabs her ankle. Uh, ah. And then pulls her in towards him, and then we learn that the baby can speak. <laughs> ah. The baby speaks it's in very, full it's, sentences. 
It's very unnerving. Yeah. Uh, and the baby is like, play with me or I'll break your arm. Uh, with my baby strength. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, Chihiro, have you described how large this baby is, it's, by the way? This baby is in, this baby is bigger than both Yubaba and Chihiro. This baby, baby looks like eight feet tall. This baby is, I think, maybe the biggest thing. Except for, uh, like the stink spirit and yeah. no face in, in his. Engorged uh, no face. It is engorged mode. Yeah, in, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this baby is, is, is enormous. This baby is huge. Um, and, and so the giant, and so then Chihiro, like, she has blood on her hands for when she encountered Haku earlier. And so she holds up the blood and it's like, look, blood. And the baby is like, holy fuck. Uh, um, <laughs> and then that lets Chihiro yeah, escape. The baby, the baby, the baby has this whole thing about how this germs outside and it, he's not allowed out because he'll get germs. And so she should stay here with him where it's safe from the germs and play and, He's going to cry and break her arm if she doesn't. And so, yeah, so she shows him the blood and the dirt on her hands and he, he freaks the fuck out and, and she gets she gets free. Yeah. Uh, and so then she runs into Yubaba's office where she finds Haku um, and Haku is, you know, he's like lying unresponsive on the ground. And then she starts getting harassed by the heads and this like tiny little crow spirit with oh. Yubaba's face. Right, so yeah, because you because Yubaba had said like he's no good anymore, like he's he's served his purpose. They're trying to push him down this giant trap door. Oh yeah, the heads are like the heads are like burp, 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 like nudging him towards the edge. There are I, I uh, one thing that I really appreciated in this game was like with like the bouncing of the heads and like game. When, this game. God, I keep saying that. One thing that I really appreciate is that this movie is with the the bouncing of the heads and like when people are like running around during the Stink Spirit scene. It's like the Foley work in this in this movie is really really great. And there's yeah. so many good like just like thumping feet on on wood sounds. There's a lot of just like really good. And it really adds to like the sort of manic atmosphere. So then. Uh, the baby comes back, and the baby says a very threatening phrase, which is, I'm not afraid of blood. <laughs> uh, imagine a, ba- a giant baby walking up to you and saying, I'm not afraid of blood. <laughs> um, yeah, what else do you say? If you don't play with me, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I say, yeah, I'm not afraid of blood, and if you don't play with me, I'm going to kill you. Uh, it's a very threatening baby. And then the little the little paper bird that has been sitting on Chihiro's shoulder finally pops off and uh, guess why it has been trying to get a free ride into Yubaba's office? Because it was sent by... Yubaba's twin so sister. a lot like Yubaba. Zeniba. Uh, Zeniba. And so she lets her... Uh, this lets her manifest uh, into Yubaba's office and... She thinks the baby needs to learn some manners, and so she turns him in to a squishy little rat. Yeah, it turns him into a chubby little, a chubby little mouse, uh, and then turns and the, the crow spirit into a very small little flappy bird, uh, and then turns, <laughs> yeah. turns all of the heads back into the giant baby. <laughs> yeah, stacks them up and then turns them into the baby. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, and yeah, and the, the little yeah, the little mouse and the bird are going to become some of the most important characters. Yes, visually they are. Uh, this whole rest of the movie contains a lot of them, and it is so good. They they yeah like 
they had so much fun clearly with these yeah. little freaks um so then uh haku um uh oh yeah Zeniba talks tells sen like what has happened to haku which is that like oh haku's a thief he stole a seal from me you know and he's getting his just desserts he's the thief's gonna die um and then uh and that that he's cursed now because he he's he's been cursed with the the seal had like a, a spell of protection placed on it uh, and then uh haku they like f- haku like destroys the the shikigami and like is above vanishes and then like they they fall through the trap door in the floor uh and they're like tumbling all the way down to the boiler room um they fall they fall a tremendous distance and they they land in the boiler room and uh fucking kamaji is like what on earth holy shit um and haku's like thrashing around and then uh uh chihiro realizes that uh haku must have like swallowed something and so she takes half of the the like little orb that she got from uh from the river spirit and feeds it to him uh like yeah, force feeds sure, it to him i'm not sure how she deduces that it because is she like a she ate a tiny piece she ate a tiny piece of it earlier um, she did and she de- i don't think she d- determines that it's an emetic i think she determines that it's probably medicine because it tastes like shit um <laughs> and so she just i think she's what she says is she's like oh i think this will help you or this this is this had better help you i don't think she knows what it's going to do okay because um, yeah first she says like i will try to give it to my parents yeah uh, but yeah so she she has some sort of intuition that it is yes a me- like medicine of some sort and so she breaks off half of it uh opens up his uh mouth yeah the animation here where she's pulling up his 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 as somebody who has given pills to a dog before this is exactly what it's like (laughs) yeah you should she should have coated it in peanut butter is what i'm saying (laughs) there we go uh yeah, so she finally forces her hand in, then clamps his, his jaws shut. And yeah, there's another amazing piece of animation where she's like, got her arms wrapped around his snout, burying her face in it, like, yeah, he's trying like to hold thrashing him down around while, while the rest of him is thrashing, thrashing, thrashing uh, wildly. And then um, he finally burps out the, yeah, he, this black he, sludge. Yeah, and it contains the seal, and the sludge comes to life. A little worm! And it wriggles around on the floor, and then Sin stomps on it. He's like, and then boink, 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 runs off, and then Kamaji's like, get the fucker! And and she's like, ew! And she she kind of like cringes away and like, stop, 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 and then then splats him. And and then she's like, because she was doing it all in bare feet, too. Yeah. And then uh, Kamaji's like, oh, quick, break the curse. And then he has her hold her f- pointer fingers together and then puts his hand between it to bah, break the curse. Uh, and then there is the seal that he stole, now uh, free of worm. Yeah. And then, um, uh, and so then there's, there's a bit where, where we, there's a bit more where, where they're like, 
you know, making sure that Haku is okay. He like turns back into his human form and he's lying face down, completely dead on the pavement. <laughs> uh, and so they, they like tuck him into bed and they're like, okay, well he's going to recover. You know, Kamaji will take care of him. And then Sen has to go reconnect with our B plot about no face. Well, mean, but, but before, before that happens, we, while they're talking, while well, it uh, shows up and they're talking and then it cuts then it turns to our little mouse and bird oh yeah who have made friends with the soot spirits uh, yeah. uh and they're, they're looking at the footprint that chihiro left when she stomped the worm and this, <laughs> the little mouse puts out his his paw he, he usually walks on his hind legs uh so he's he's standing up he reaches one foot out puts it like in the in the footprint uh and then turns around puts his fingers together and um is it one of the birds of the spirits that puts their hand between his to break the curse and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he he like lifts his arm up in celebration like i did it i did it i did it <laughs> so, so funny it's um oh. So yeah, so and then so yeah, so Sen Sen has to go because Lin Lin comes in and is like, "Hey, you're 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 wanted downstairs. There's a there's been an incident uh, because No Face has uh, has started eating people." Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, Lin's like, "And you bought oh, you bought think you bought you bought thinks this is your fault," and she hears like uh it might oh. be oh yeah that's my fault <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, uh and so she she books it and then then is looking at haku like what the fuck happened here um and kamachi's like it's lovelin have you ever heard of it um and so yeah, then they they then Sen, Sen runs downstairs and Yubaba's like, Where the fuck have you been? Um and, and Sen is like, sorry, sorry, there was a whole thing. <laughs> um I had an A plot to deal with. Um and so then she goes and confronts No Face, and No Face is like, Hey, now talking with the frog's voice, it's like, Hey, you want gold? And Sen is like, I don't need any gold and he's like, Do you want to try this food? And it's like, just tell me what you want. I know I what do you want? And then Chihiro's like, You can't give me what I want. Um, and No Face is really upset by this. Um, and then Chihiro gives No Face the other half of the, uh... uh... Oh, well, f- yeah, well, first No Face says, I'm gonna, now I'm gonna eat you then. Yeah. Uh, and Chihiro's like, okay, but first eat this. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll whet your appetite a little Eat bit. this worm. Uh, and then chucks it in his mouth. Uh, and then he starts just, just, just writhing. Yeah, he starts... And- Barfing, choking up all of the stuff that he's eaten, all the sludge, and all the people she, he's eaten, <laughs> and she books it, and he goes after her, just like spewing shit everywhere. Yeah, and they just go, they just tear through the bathhouse. Uh, it's just this incredible chase scene. Yeah, and um, oh, and before Jiro had left the the boiler room, the boiler man had given her tickets um, to go take the train to Zaniba uh, because she was like, I need to go to Zaniba, return the seal, apologize to Haku, for Haku and like make this right basically. Yeah. And so he, he gives her these train tickets. And so uh, Rin has gotten a little wash boat 
washtub boat and she's waiting outside for Chihiro uh, who eventually makes it out of the bathhouse uh, and by this time no face has basically purged himself pretty much yeah he throws up he's like in the water and he like he's like standing on a pipe and then he like jumps off and lands in the water and the last thing he throws up of course is the frog who gets thrown <laughs> up and then goes huh and then just starts swimming back <laughs> yeah it's just, it's just a, yeah it's amazing like they he goes what what and they just this like this mo- the most like froggy yeah movement you've ever seen of like flipping onto his stomach and then just um swims back yeah and and Lynn, it's like, are you sure you want to bring this no face freak with you? And Chihiro's like, yeah, this he needs to get out of the bathhouse. It's not good for him. Uh, and so, uh, Lynn is like, no face, if you harm her, I'm gonna fucking kick your ass. Uh, and then she heads back, and it's Chihiro and no face and the mouse and the tiny bird. Yeah, waiting at waiting at this this train stop in the middle of a, of an ocean yeah and this is this is one of the the all-time great train sequences the last time i watched this this film uh i was not familiar there's a there quite as train pilled no i wasn't quite as train pilled uh there's a there's a a song by the band silver jews called Driving trains across the sea that i was thinking about a lot while watching the sequence across the sea. trains across the sea Yeah, this is this might be the most visually stunning yeah, section. One of the, the all-time film. great train sequences. Uh, ah. So yeah, because um, with all of there's been kind of this unseasonal rain. Yeah, uh, and maybe it's, it's not unseasonal, but like now, yeah, now the entire area around the bathhouse is a little bit underwater, and so it's just yeah, it's just this train stop. The tracks are under are just underwater. Everything is except for like the train stop in a in a single tree, and then as far as the eye can see, it's just water. Yeah. Uh, so they get on the train, uh, and they ride on the train. And there's this long sequence of just like them looking at the landscape outside, and of signs passing by, and it's it's beautiful and amazing. Uh, and eventually, they arrive at Swamp Bottom, which is the station where uh, Zeniba lives. Uh, and then they get off and they start walking and then they, they, they start walking up the, this dirt road to, to her house. And then they're, they are greeted by a, a hopping, a hopping lamp, a prehistoric <laughs> ancestor of the Pixar lamp. Uh, <laughs> um, and the hop, the hopping lamp guides them to Zeniba's house. And she lives in like a very modest little witchy, witchy cottage in the swamp um and invites them in and like this is another thing where it's like like Zeniba like she's previously tried to kill Haku and like all of these characters or like Yubaba in particular has talked about how Zeniba is like super evil and then they meet her and she's just like a grandma uh (laughs) and like she's just hanging out um and there's a very very cute bit like they walk inside she's like oh i'll put tea on and then like the little mouse and the uh then the bird are like running on a wheel like spinning (laughs) yarn uh yeah she 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 puts them all to work yeah and so yeah the the little mouse is inside the wheel and the little bird is on top run 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 run, to to spin the yeah they run and then they have to take a they have to take a brief break (laughs) and then they run Uh, I immediately made a gif. I made a gif of it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then they're 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 all eating snacks. 
Um, and, and there's a great bit where, like, the mouse and the bird, like, climb up onto the table, and they, like, grab, they each grab a cookie, and then they just, like, chomp, chomp, <laughs> you know, and then, like, the mouse, like, then, grabs two grabs cookies, two. and, like, holds them, like, uh, in his armpits, like, under his arms, you know, like, he would just, just like, a heavy it. box, and just, like, you know, he, he, he hasn't even been booking, he just sort of, like, saunters off, like, with his, um... <laughs> uh, with his prize. Yeah, with his prize. And then uh, uh, Zaniba is teaching No-Face how to knit, uh, which is so, it's so cute. Uh, and and No-Face is like, is is smiling and, and, they're, and they're knitting and it's like, and Zaniba's like, oh, you got a knack for this. Uh, and then uh, Zaniba makes uh, Sen a like magical hair tie uh, to replace her hair tie. She set her hair up in a ponytail the whole, the whole movie. Uh, and, and it's like, hey, you, you know, wear this, it'll protect you. And it's this, like, sparkly purple hair tie. Um, and, and she puts it on and, like, this, this becomes, like, her, like, reminder of the experiences that she's had. Um, it's just this sparkly purple hair tie. Um, and, uh, they talk about Haku and, uh, yeah, and, and, and cause, cause, uh, Chihiro gives back the seal and then, uh, is like this holding this didn't hurt you at all? And Chiro's like, no. And it's like, oh, I put a spell of protection on it. It's like, oh, I, I squashed it, is what Chihiro <laughs> says. And then Zeniba's like, oh, you didn't squash the spell of protection. You squashed a worm that, uh, Yubaba made Haku eat to control him. Um, and that's why Haku has been, he's been acting out. Yeah, he's been, he's been rude. He's been rude lately. Um, because we see a few scenes where he's like talking with, because like we we cut back to to Yubaba and uh, uh, and Haku like sitting in Yubaba's office, and like the baby, which is actually the heads in the baby's guys, are just like eating like a huge amount of chocolate. Um, and Haku is <laughs> yeah, like they're they're just picking out. And Haku is like she's played a trick on you, and Yubaba's like she like looks and she thinks for a moment, and then she she looks over at her baby. And then she, like, dis- dissolves the illusion and realizes that it's just the heads. And it's like, where the fuck is my baby? <laughs> and the heads are like, oh, fuck. And they they book it as best as, as three disembodied earlier, heads can. Earlier when, right before Chihiro goes to talk to No-Face, uh, she has, like, the rat on her shoulder. Uh, and, oh, and, yeah. and, and Chihiro is, and, and, and Yubaba's like, what is that filthy rat? Uh, and, and, and Chiro's like, you don't recognize him? And the, you know, I was like, a f- fucking course not, it's a rat. What do you think I am? Yeah, and her baby is like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Um, uh, so now she's realized, yeah, she, she's been had. Yeah. And, and, and then, and then the gold that they got from No Face, uh, disintegrates yeah because no face can't actually make real objects he only makes imitations of real objects um and so then um so yubaba's like where is my baby and and haku's like oh he's with he's with zeniba now you know i'll go back and get him but if i bring him back unharmed you have to release sen back to her world uh sending her parents back to her world and yubaba's like what you know what if i release her back to her world then tear you to pieces you little shit. Uh, uh, so then they go. So yeah. So back with Zeniba, uh, Chihiro is like, you know, I think I'm gonna head home. You know, I'm worried about Haku. Like, what if he dies when I'm not there? Like, 
what's going to happen. And so he, she, she goes to leave uh, the building and then Haku arrives in dragon form. Um, and, and Zeniba's like, you know, I no longer blame you for what you did. You know, I understand that you are, you are under the control of an evil witch. Uh, it happens. Uh, <laughs> you know, take, take good care of this girl. Cause she's, uh, she's, she's, she's a special one. And then they fly off. Um, and then in midair, well, she keeps, she keeps no face. Yeah. Um, she keeps no face. And, it, and then she sends and then, oh yeah. And then she hears like, can you really? release the spell on this the mouse and the bird and she's like oh no that wore off ages ago they've just been chilling they yeah. they, they don't want to be been, like been, this actually yeah <laughs> baby has realized that being a mouse whips ass uh and so the four of them head head back home saying goodbye to uh zeniba and no face yeah and then she well yeah and then while they're in the air jiro keeps whenever she's she's like riding sen or uh, Haku, uh, she has this like, re- 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 like flashback to like being underwater, um, yeah. and she suddenly realizes what it was, which is that when she was a child, she doesn't remember this, but when she was much younger, she fell into a river trying to retrieve her shoe, um, and that that river, the Kohaku River, was Haku, and that Haku's real name is the Kohaku River, um. And that he's he's actually a river spirit, um, and this he suddenly having memory of his name causes him to like escape the curse uh, that has been placed upon him by by Yubaba, and he transforms back into a person, and they start falling out of the sky. Um, they start falling with style. Yeah, and then he gains is... the ability to fly even in his human form. Uh, hey. um, and so they they fly together back to uh, back to the bathhouse. Um and they land and everybody's there, uh, because all everybody because every, everybody but Yubaba likes Chihiro now, uh, you know they're all they're all stoked about Chihiro, um, and it's... and Yubaba's like oh, I don't like her I, she took my baby away she's a little brat, <laughs> you know, uh, and so she set up one final test yeah and so so this, this these are the rules is that to escape her contract she has to identify which pigs are her parents. Uh, and the baby, the like, the baby turns like turns back from a mouse into a baby, and is like, uh, and and and, and like talks to to Yubaba, and Yubaba's like, oh, I'm not gonna let her go, and the baby's like, if you don't let her go, I won't like you anymore. Uh, <laughs> the baby baby yeah. uses baby uses his leverage for good. Yeah, you you you, you at first Yubaba's like, oh, you poor baby, what a tiny thing. You baby's like, I had a great time. Oh uh, yeah, kicks Jihiro, ass. Jihiro's awesome. Yeah, everything uh, whips ass. Um. <laughs> Hey, you were lying to me about the outside world. It was ass. Uh, and then, okay, and then, and then you, uh, you, Bob, you Bob was like, but there are rules. Please, baby. Can't you understand? There are rules that I invented in forest, but there are rules to this. Yeah, and then, uh, and then Yubaba, and then, so Yubaba's like, okay, you have to identify which pig's your parents, and Chihiro is like, no problem. Uh, and so she walks up to, the pig, the, this like line of pigs, and looks at them for a minute, and it's like I can't do it because my parents aren't here. And Yubab is like, "Is that your final answer?" <laughs> uh, and then, and then you you hear the "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire" theme song, um, 
And then she's like, and then the contract that Sen signed like explodes in her hand because that was the correct answer, and her parents weren't actually one of those pigs. They they all just turn into back into employees of the yeah. house. Yeah, and then everybody pogs, everybody loses their <laughs> mind. Uh, Hero's free now, uh, and so then she she says goodbye to Haku, and Haku's like, I'm gonna quit my apprenticeship with uh with Yubaba. Um, and then she, and she says goodbye to Lynn and the baby and the little bird and uh, yeah. the frog and her other friends at the bathhouse. Oh yeah, speaking of the little bird, so the little bird is like a crow spirit with Yubaba's head, but Yubaba can also take on a crow form that has her face. And there's a bit oh, yeah! where she's like flying back to the bathhouse and she's like in crow form and she's like wearing these like pointy sunglasses. And it is oh, the right. funniest thing I've ever seen. She also does a Hadoken at one point. Oh yeah, when uh, when she realizes her baby is missing. Yeah. Uh, she, she yeah she charges up. Yeah, she charges up and, and does a Hadoken. And then Haku tells her that uh, the baby's with her sister, and she just fizzles. Yeah, it's so funny. She just she's like her light goes out, just her hair goes. Bleh. Her whole body just melts. It's so good. Um, so yeah, and then Chihiro goes back with her with her to, to her parents. She crosses the riverbed. Her parents don't remember anything. Um, they go back to the tunnel, and we already talked about the ending. Well, she, she has a quick she has a quick goodbye with Haku. Yeah. Um, so at, at at the riverbank, he says, "This is as far as I can go," and then um, Chihiro says, "But we'll see each other again, right?" And he says, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh please." But um, then, but yeah, then he also says you can't look back until you're through the tunnel, um, and so yeah, a couple of things reminded me of Greek myths. This one too, yeah, the, um, the Orpheus and Eurydice. Um, but I, I that that is also seems like a pretty like a not uncommon trope. So uh, I can imagine that there are various myths that might have something yeah. like that as a proviso. But either way, yeah, she she. She, when she gets to it, she almost looks back, then doesn't, goes through the tunnel, and only when she's through, that, yeah, that's when she turns back while her parents are busy fretting over the state of the car and how much, how it appears that a very long time has passed in, in, while they've been through the tunnel. And then, uh, they call to her and she gets in the car and they, they head out. Yeah. This is a great movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. If you haven't watched it in a while, you should watch it again. Uh, it's a, it's an all timer, man. Uh, there's not much to say about it. Like it's, it's, it's so good. I imagine if, yeah, if I knew more about, um, kind of Japanese folktales and myths, I might be able to connect more of it. Yeah. As it is, I ended up kind of drawing comparisons to Greek myths. Yeah. Because that's what I have familiarity with. And I, and I think, and like we said at the beginning, the, like those are some of the kind of the um kind of the handles that I felt like allowed Western audiences to kind of glom on yeah. this easier. Yeah. In in that it, it has a few the yeah, some of these some of these narrative devices and tropes um have parallels or similarities with Western folktale and mythology. Yeah. So and while like while that, this this movie borrows very generously from and and visually from a lot of like shinto folklore like 
in terms of its narrative and stuff, like it has a very creative interpretation of a lot of that stuff. And like a lot of it is not exactly rooted in like the, the sort of like historical tradition of these myths. Um, yeah. Um, there's a, there's a quote from Miyazaki on the, the Wikipedia article that I liked where he talked about, um, like the the spirits in the in the thing where he talks he says in my grandparents time it was believed that kami existed everywhere in trees rivers insects wells anything my generation does not believe this but i like the idea that we should all treasure everything because spirits might exist there and we should treasure everything because there is a kind of life to everything um you know and like that's that's like the idea of shintoism is that like is is that like there's there's every, every all objects and animals and and rivers and stuff like that they all have spirits inside of them um and and yeah like it's it's good uh it's a good movie about like being a nice person um <laughs> you know like it's um yeah there's not there's not much to say i mean we've we've already said so much <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah no it's it's so lovely like it's just yeah, like that's the best word I can come up for. It's just lovely. Like it's gorgeous. It's, it's so fun and funny and beautiful and sweet. It's just, yeah, it really is an all timer. Right. Uh, nine delights. All right. So there's a lot of walking around in this movie. There sure is. Uh, they don't often they don't go very far from the bathhouse um the most like sometimes we've interpreted this as kind of journeying or, yeah uh, and so uh in that case like the train ride would be the closest but um she certainly scampers about the bathhouse a lot. yeah there's a lot of walking around in 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 all forms there is much walking around um <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable giving that a five i i, I would have gone for four but okay either, uh, yeah either I, I, I'm, I'm feeling four okay uh fellowship is a five out of five. Oh hell yeah yeah deliciousness might also be a five out of five i think so yeah like i like i said like except for the the, the newt the charred newt everything else looks delicious yeah the food in this um, movie is is out even of the, control even the coelacanth stomach oh yeah we didn't talk about look. the coelacanth stomach <laughs> okay so we were trying to figure out what the dad what this like weird blobby thing that the dad eats during the like the food gorging scene at the beginning is and we found like a tweet that was uh like talking about how like in the original storyboard it was specified as a coelacanth stomach and then we found a pullout from a magazine about akira toriyama the mangaka who made dragon ball eating a coelacanth um and i the 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 scan was too low resolution for me to glean anything from it beyond the headings but um it did describe the one of the headings said 2500 person coelacanth present and i don't know what that means but yeah, the top had like a bunch of information about it had like pictures of coelacanth and like information about the coelacanth and like the heading said like look coelacanth or it said it said behold coelacanth. Um <laughs> and and then there was like a the bottom half had another heading in the same style that said eat coelacanth. Um <laughs> I, on, Wikipedia, on the Wikipedia article for the coelacanth, it says the coelacanths taste really gross. Like it says, it says that they're not a good food source for humans because their 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 tissues contain a lot of urea. 
Uh, so I, I personally wouldn't eat it. Akira Toriyama is a, a braver, braver than I. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, see the camp stomach. Everything looks delicious. Uh, yeah, transcendence. I, I feel like it's not. It's it's not as kind of like as I guess transcendent as some things we've seen. Yeah, I would maybe give it a three or a four. I don't know if you're. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll err on the higher side because it is very good. Yeah. Uh, goofing, I, I'm comfortable but giving this a. But yeah, it's oh, it's, it's much more. It's 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 a, in terms of kind of Chihiro's, it being a story about Chihiro and her growth. It's not. Yeah, it's not like it's 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 a, it's a small story in that way yeah. about her kind of becoming a more kind of confident and self assured person, and so it doesn't have the kind of transcendent quality of like doka yeah say. Um, but she does but she does transcend some things yeah. and i think i think a four is fair uh goofing i feel is also a four oh. because it is like yeah. this is it's not a comedy film but it is very funny there's the, a lot of very good yeah, jokes in yeah it. Uh, yeah the good when there are goofs they are they are top notch yeah uh amelioration is a five out of five obviously yeah. Uh, Coitus is a zero out of five. It's, Not it's, applicable. This is a children's film. Uh, Enthrallment is a five out of five. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what's your wild card? Oh baby. Um. Uh. Green disembodied heads, three out of five. <laughs> it, this movie would have been better if there had been five dis. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with trains again, and I'm going to go yeah. with a five out of five, because yeah. fuck yeah. Uh, Alex, do you have a book to recommend? Uh, I do. Uh, so this doesn't have much to do, um, but I read it recently, and I thought it was quite good. Uh, this is, I always forget the title, because the title is We Do What We Do in the Dark, um, which is long and easily... Um, misread title by michelle hart um so it's a it's about this this woman um and kind of just her it it covers her from like teenage to her i guess late 20s but it focuses on when she's in like a freshman in college uh and this kind of defining portion of her life when she has an affair with this female professor uh, at the university and how kind of she ends up for a long time kind of kind of defining herself in relation to this woman and kind of trying to interpret her world um, through like I always try to imagine what this woman would think about this or that and how she would see things and um, like by the end like they meet up years later and kind of like she realizes that um, un- unsurprisingly she, like she didn't know much about kind of the woman, the woman in general but also about how the woman understood the affair and uh neither of them really understood the other because 
like especially the main character she likes to tell stories about her own life and how she lives in it and it's all about kind of how we tell stories to understand ourselves and our place in the world but how when those stories don't accurately reflect reality how that can just become very kind of dangerous um but yeah it's it's really interesting um we do what we do in the dark um, by michelle hart great uh i'm gonna recommend no longer human by osamu dazai um this is a this book reminds me of a couple of things that we've talked about in this podcast before it reminds me principally of uh the book of disquiet by fernando pessoa and uh, The Trouble with Being Born by Emil Charan, which I have recommended and you have recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, it is, it's a book, it's a first-person book about a guy who feels like he cannot relate to other people. Um, it's a very sort of bleak look into a sort of, the life of a person who feels socially disconnected from everyone around him and sort of follows his life from the time that he's a very young child until the time that he's an adult. Um, it is, if you were to read this book, the trouble with being born, uh, and the book of disquiet. And like, uh, another thing that reminds me of is, uh, Pun Pun, the manga, um, if you were to read all of those, you would have a, a truly awful time. You would have a, tr- <laughs> a truly miserable time um, in the best way possible. Uh, just read all of that shit back to back. Um, and um, yeah, it's 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 sad and weird and it it discusses alienation and depression and bleakness in a way that I've not seen before and I would strongly recommend it. It's uh, hard to talk about in too much detail because it really is just like the story of someone's life. I The other thing, another thing that I might compare it to is if you've, uh, if you're, uh, many people who listen to this I assume have seen the the reviews that that tim rogers does where he talks about he talks he tells a lot of stories about his life um and the stories that he tells about his life in that in those reviews as well as some of his like older personal essays from uh his his website largeprimenumbers.com um are similarly sort of just like a a harrowing picture of a a a sad and weird person's life uh So yeah, like if you like that kind of thing, I would strongly recommend uh No Longer Human by Osamu Dazai. My my one complaint about this book is that the the English edition uh is typeset horribly. The, it's the <laughs> it's the first time I have ever read a book and felt like the typesetting was so bad it got in the way of enjoying the book the margins are bizarrely enormous the font weight is like way too heavy it's weird (laughs) i don't understand how a professional publishing house would produce a book that looks this bad 
Uh, I think I saw that that screenshot you posted, and like from that, I couldn't really tell, but because I but I couldn't see the margins. So that yeah, the, the, like the left and right margins are a little too big. The bottom margin is fucking enormous. <laughs> uh, oh, weird. It's very strange. I have no idea why they printed it like that. I have no idea why it looks like that. Uh, Part of it might be that it's a very short book, and if they made the font weight lighter and then the margins smaller, it would be like it half. Be. It would be like half the thickness that it is, and it's already a very <laughs> a very slim volume. It's already only like two hundred pages. Um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I, I don't know, but they, uh, they fucked up. It's funny you should mention loneliness because, yeah, the thing I didn't mention in the with my book um, is kind of how loneliness plays a role. Because, like, th- th- this girl, like, she has very few friends growing up and, like, she kind of ends up romanticizing her loneliness in an unhealthy way. Uh, and so when she has this affair, she doesn't tell anyone about it. And that's part of what, like, enables her to kind of not have a very objective view on it for for many years because she like lets herself spin these stories about what, what what this is and what it means without any sort of um counter counter narrative mm. all right so next month uh it's my pick so we are going to watch odd taxi uh hey directed by bakal kinosta uh and produced by olm and picks uh and yeah this is a a, a very recent uh, show it aired last year um and i have heard from a number of people that it is very good uh it's about anthropomorphic animals and taxis um and it's uh i, I heard i i have it on on good authority from a friend of the show that this con- show contains uh among them probably the most realistic depiction of psychosis in any medium oh wow um and yeah, so I, I'm very excited about this. So we're going we're going from from an all time classic to a a recent critically acclaimed darling. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll see if it's as good as people say. Uh, but I'm excited. Uh, I, I love it when there are there aren't too many anime about anthropomorphic animals anymore, and I love it when they do it. Uh, uh, so yeah. So that is where we're watching Odd Taxi. Uh, Alex, where can people find you on the internet? I'm online. Um, <laughs> for the time being, I remain on Twitter. Uh, done, done, done. Uh, I am on Mastodon, Catalina at selfie.army at selfie.ly. I'm on the fourth website, co-host, uh, username Catalina, and I stream on trash.cloud. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Prophet underscore Goddess. You can find me on Mastodon at Prophet underscore Goddess at Skeleton dot Cool. Uh, you can find me on co-host, the fourth website, by, at uh, Prophet dash Goddess. You can play the video games that I make at Prophet Goddess, uh, no underscore, no dash. Um, I also stream at Trash.Cloud. Uh, and you can read blog posts that I write at blood.church. You can find the show on Twitter at Animated for Jerks. You can find the show on Mastodon at Animated for Jerks at gmail.com. And you can find, uh, you can email us at Animated for Jerks at gmail.com. Send in your thoughts um, on 
uh, you know, Spirited Away, on Odd Taxi, on anything we've watched or talked about, any books that we've recommended, anything at all, we will probably read it, uh, unless you're racist. Uh, so, uh, thanks everybody for listening. You've been a lovely audience. And remember, there's nothing less important than anime. Hajimari no